0: Well, hello there, fellow dabblers. I'm Renee. And I'm Caitlin. And this is
1: Let's Let's Dabble. Dabble.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I'm chewing some Starburst. So, in this podcast, we basically, if you guys are first-time listeners, we basically go through my search history And as most people know, the search history of writers can get pretty bizarre, (laughs) pretty interesting and almost disturbing sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And anyway, so we go through my search history and discuss all of the weird nonsense that nobody has any business researching. But for some reason, I research. (laughs) (laughs) So today's topic is monsters of literature. Mm. And it's one that like. So, if anyone's read the Arcus Tales, it's very fantasy. Well, not very fantasy. It's fantasy. It's not it's high fantasy. fantasy, yeah. But, you know, there's, like, magic, and they go into various stories and stuff like that.
1: Different type of creatures and mm-hmm. stuff like that.
0: So, at some point um, in the Arcus Tales, in future installments, there may or may not be a battalion of monsters <laughs> <laughs> featured. So, just so you guys know, this is why I researched monsters in the first place. I was like, well how many classic ones could I use? And then how many like unexpected ones? So we're going to dive into like a little bit of each. Cause I think most people, whether you're into fantasy or not, you, you generally have an idea of Mm -hmm. classic storybook monsters, right? Yeah. And then there are so many cultures out there (coughs) that have their own various superstitions and legends and stuff that feature monsters. So there's like, there's all kind of craziness out there.
1: <laughs> all kinds
0: of craziness. It's not just vampires and werewolves. Honestly, if we get closer to Halloween, we could ideally do like an episode of each and deep dive into all of these because it's crazy. <laughs> but let's, let's deep dive into just this assortment that I picked for today. <laughs> OK, how about we do that? How about we, we do start that? There? Let's yeah. stick to the basics. So what are like the standard ones you can think of, Caitlin, that are like pretty prevalent in pop culture? Monster um,
1: wise, werewolves. Oh yeah, vampires. I mean, just look at like Twilight and Teen Wolf, yeah, for yeah. example. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I think of Harry Potter's so like goblins, witches, stuff like that.
0: Trolls, trolls, trolls. in the dungeon. In the dungeon, <laughs> trolls
1: in the dungeon.
0: I'm not gonna lie. So when I first um, tried to research some of these, the f- I first turned to pop know. culture instead of like <laughs> you good
1: i'm eating over here so i'm making noise sorry guys <laughs>
0: we're both munching we're good um but i thought of pop culture and teen wolf was my first thought mm-hmm. I it. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i, yeah. Totally I was it. like well they go werewolves you know classic you know and then and then you know everyone knows vampires and and then teen wolf had banshees mm-hmm. and Canamas.
1: banshees are super fascinating to me when they were introduced in teen wolf oh, You yeah. had to explain them
0: it was yeah because and they weren't interesting until teen wolf to me Mm -hmm. to me when you first watch if anybody's watched the show i'm probably just gonna spoil everything for you but our characters (laughs) revealed as a banshee and i'm like so she just screams a lot is that it she's got a big mouth we knew that in season one (laughs) (laughs) like
1: it was obvious
0: no shock there but then they like turn her into this kind of like an unofficial homicide detective because mm-hmm. she can sense the death, right? Mm-hmm. And then, then I, I don't know. They they went so many layers with Banshees. That's actually the first one on my list, too. Mm. So, great. All talk. right, let's do it. We're so good at transitions. Look at okay, so <laughs> I included pictures in this Word doc, but you guys can't see them. Only Caitlin can. So, Ooh, you're going to hear her reactions. Okay. Yeah, this one's creepy. So, if like anyone it. did watch Teen Wolf ever... Lydia Martin, the character who she's is, an incredibly good actress. She's so I, I hated her in season one. She kept getting <laughs> I think better. everyone did. Yeah, you were kind of supposed to probably. Yeah, you were supposed to. But yeah, she's super talented. But so Lydia Martin is the Banshee of Teen Wolf and she kind of portrays a very likable, physically appealing Banshee. But that's not how Manchis like, traditionally are. They're not, like, sirens where they're attractive and appealing. They're, like, horrifying hags who scream and wail at you when death is coming, you know? Right, yeah. And so this picture that Caitlin can probably see in this doc is, it's like... Creepy. It's creepy. Let's just say that. It's <laughs> creepy. It's, <laughs> it's creepy. It's, like, a creepy
1: woman, but you can't see her because it's, like, her... Um silhouette but her eyes are piercing through it's creepy. I don't like it. I'm yeah, not it's a like, fan. It's <laughs> like a
0: oh crap. The ring. Uh-huh. That movie with the girl with her hair in her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except you could see the eyeballs. So creepy. Anyway, creepy. so banshee is one that you don't see as much as the werewolves and vampires mm-hmm. and trolls and goblins. But I think it I think it's a pretty interesting one. That's when I stumbled across. Um the other one is the Phoenix, which I thought was, you know, I forgot that the Phoenix was a thing. <laughs> not that it okay okay, okay, let me back up I didn't forget it was a thing I forgot that it was like considered like a creature monster whatever of literature Mm -hmm. until I looked through all these lists and I'm like oh yeah the phoenix is. it was like one of my favorite parts of Harry Potter Mm mm-hmm because it's a bird who can burn up into ash and, it's and like then regenerate. And it's, like, speckled
1: throughout. I'm sure it's a bigger part in the books. But, like, throughout the movies, it's just speckled. Like, you know, he has the phoenix feather in his wand. And that was yeah. a, that's what connected him to Voldemort. And then... Rebirth imagery. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I think it was... Gosh, was it the fourth or fifth one with, like, the phoenix that he learns how it's reborn? It's the second one because it comes to him and it gives him Gryffindor's sword. So, it's fun how yeah. it's connected, but you don't really... See how big of a connection it is till you have like off l eight in um one picture. So
0: the uh, the uh, symbolism of the phoenix is actually the meaning of my name. Really, rebirth. Yeah, Renee yeah. means rebirth. I and didn't know that. I really love fire, so like I, I feel like <laughs> really it's drawn fitting. to the phoenix. Yeah, it's it's applicable. Anyway, I don't think I consider I added it to the list anyway, but I don't think I consider a phoenix a monster. Hmm. But it is one of those. Uh, mythological staples that you see a lot in in stories and fairy tales and literature whatever phoenix is brought up a lot so is so okay okay i told you i took that that quiz we're gonna take a personality quiz at the end of this list because i really want to see what kind of monster caitlin is Oh boy. I already took this this quiz and I told her that I was kind of surprised by the results and the variety and whatever. Um I forgot that skinwalker was a thing. Do you ever watch Supernatural? <laughs> yes. I don't know why I forgot skinwalkers were a thing Well, it's just w-
1: a funny name to me because when you said it I was like so you're a human. <laughs> so you walk around in
0: skin. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, it's it's so in Navajo culture. A uh, skinwalker is a shapeshifter. Oh, Um, that makes sense. But it's like, a so it's it's a witch who has the ability to shapeshift. And they very distinctly do not refer to their healers as skinwalkers. So the healers are also considered witches, but they are not skinwalkers. So like skinwalkers Mm. is kind of evil.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it would be. And
0: they can take or possess any form. Typically it's an animal, but I mean, really, if there's no rules. Right. You could... Be a human, but just a different human. Yeah. Weird.
1: I guess in Navajo culture, too, that would be a scary thought because... If you're trying to have a secret, private conversation, you're not going to not have it around an animal, but you're going to not have it around other humans. So, yeah. Who do you
0: trust? True. Yeah. What a way to live. What it's a way terrifying. to live. Yeah. That, so that's a that's a surprising one I added to the list. I was like, yeah, that's right. I forgot the Winchester boys encountered. <laughs> Winchester you know. Boys. They also encountered the Wendigo, which I did not add as well to this list. Again, there's so many cultures out there that we could dive into all mm. of their
1: like monsters. They'd have their own unique. Uh, monsters as well as, like, a different name for the typical ones you hear, of, like Vampire and Modern Yes. Western. Yeah. So it's interesting how, like, right. more diverse it can become because of that. This, this could be a
0: multi-part episode, frankly, with all the potential we could tap into here. But we'll, we'll try to keep it brief for <laughs> just the sake of variety. Anyway, so the <laughs> next one, one of the big ones that I can't actually remember if I picked this one to use in Arcus, okay. You may or may not see this one show okay. up grendel hmm. for any of you who were stuck oh, like, reading beowulf, in beowulf school, yeah um grendel is one of the villains featured in beowulf and it's He's a creature of darkness, exiled from happiness, and accursed of God, the destroyer and devourer of our humankind. Jeez. That's a bit extreme. Yeah, that's
1: a little bit. Really,
0: he just looks like Bigfoot. Believed to but be <laughs> a descendant of Cain. Yeah. So <laughs> according to Beowulf, the story, he's yeah, he's believed to be a descendant of Cain, which is why he's huge and there's never really a clear description given, but in all of like the old classic sketches, yeah. He kind of looks like a Bigfoot kind of a dude, okay. which is what some people like when you get into the cane war, I yeah. guess. Some people are like, maybe Kane's Bigfoot, you know, that kind of thing. They're mm. like, well, if he's a descendant, he's probably just really big and really hairy and <laughs> he's got big teeth. <laughs> probably, maybe. I don't know. Oh, my God. But yeah, again, we could lump that if we decided if we wanted to, we could lump that with the Bigfoot myth. Uh, slash yeti slash uh, so many cultures have yeah. their own versions of this right but grendel was actually found in literature first so like you know take yeah. that as it w- uh, as you want you know right hmm. so the next one is this okay Th- this one i didn't mention sirens at the beginning when we were talking about the standard ones you know like werewolves and vampires mm-hmm. and stuff but sirens are, are common monsters in literature, too. This particular siren that I stumbled across, for any of you who don't know, sirens are basically mermaids, but they're, like, evil. I don't know. Sometimes people differentiate between the two word uses. Because mermaid has, like, a more positive connotation. Yeah. You don't imagine a mermaid dragging you down to your death to the bottom of the <laughs> ocean. But a siren would. But a siren would. A siren would do yeah. that in a heartbeat, because that's her job. Um, But the... Slavic lore has their own kind of siren called a risalka. Hmm. And it's a malicious female entity often connected to water. So it's it's essentially a mermaid or yeah. siren or whatever. Of some sort. Yeah. It's so terrifying and infamous that they have their own Slavic opera called, you guessed it, risalka.
1: <laughs> so original. <laughs> so original. They named it after exactly what she is. Super scary. interesting. It's so there, cr- I wonder if like... If she's just a malicious female entity, often connected to water. Like, if she's necessarily a mermaid all the time. You know, like, she can just breathe underwater, but she's, like, human. You I know s- what I mean?
0: Yeah, I saw some, and I couldn't get a clear answer on that either. Because I saw some pictures when I was looking into, well, what does one really look like? Right. And some of the images is literally just a woman in water, and that's what she is. And then in <laughs> others, she's, like, a mermaid. Like, has a mermaid. Fins. Yeah. yeah. So, You're I don't know. Like, uh,
1: but can I get a descriptive <laughs> <laughs> can I get
0: a confirmation on this please like what like, is she though <laughs> or
1: like what is that um like a not a Myers-Briggs wow like a Merriam-Webster <laughs> like yeah. description of what she is wow
0: Myers- someone Briggs. explain this My gosh. to me I'm sure if I you know was a, more of a, a linguist and could read the original text. Maybe maybe someone... You
1: could totally take a stab at the Slavic. Let's be yeah, real. yeah let's You could totally it. do
0: it. Let's see if they can give me One a One YouTube video and you know it all. There we, here <laughs> we go. University of YouTube and I'm fluent in whatever it. Slavic language her name is is rooted in. <laughs> I, I've noticed, just a side note, that a lot of the more terrifying entities are female. Hmm. Like the monsters, like banshees are terrifying. Like witches and hags are like women who hide in the forest they're terrifying and they're female i feel like a lot of the origins of these like myths and legends this is not fact at all this is just me just spitting this out here i feel like they just didn't understand women and so they're like oh she's yelling
1: death is coming <laughs> no <laughs> Therefore, she's a banshee. Let's not try to understand her. She's totally evil. Hysterical. (laughs) This woman's
0: hysterical. Therefore, she's a monster. I don't know. I could see it. I don't know. Yeah. That's my unofficial origin story of how the banshee and siren myths came to be. Who knows? Who knows? The next one is kind of weird. So it's called a bunyip. Yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah that face. You can't is, see my face, but I'm. She's a like wrinkling confused. her face, like what is a bunyip? It sounds like it makes me think of Paul Bunyan because of the bun, but then it also makes me think of a dog because of the yip. Maybe yeah, I don't know, but it it looks kind of like a like a seal, but like a lion mixed with a, a seal
1: tiger mix yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah saber tiger looking What's thing. i was gonna say what was it called from ice age um the really like grumpy old like tiger thing yeah the
0: saber tooth saber tiger. tiger yeah yeah that's kind of what it looks like except it lives in near swamps and mm-hmm. creeks and billabongs which oh, is weird <laughs> okay all right so this is an australian myth just okay. so you know so and it's an australian myth an aboriginal australian myth so very like native very old um Hmm. and the word bunyip is a synonym of like imposter or pretender Hmm. and in the account that i found of it um it describes it as a large black animal like a seal with a terrible voice which creates terror and the original quote says among the blacks so i'm assuming it was a white man writing this record About what the native people are telling him, because he's like, "Wow, these natives—they're really shook up about this seal thing. (laughs) Whatever this thing is, they're terrified." Yeah,
1: it does look kind of weird. It looks really creepy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's not one that I've. It's like a combination of a seal and a tiger because it has a tail and it looks furry, but it definitely is in the water. And you're like, I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, yeah.
0: Also, is it scary because of the teeth or just because they don't know what it is? Right. You know, like some of these, some of these um, monsters would scare the people around them because of things that they, well, we'll get to some of them later, but things that they would do to the local people who lived around them. Right. I don't know about, I didn't find too much on the bun yet i'm not an expert subpar at best subpar so if anyone else knows we only anything, promise subpar here <laughs> yeah that's it don't hi- hold us to a very high standard don't hold us to any other Purely standard. entertainment here. <laughs> that's all we offer um but yeah so like the kraken which is the next on the list for example is terrifying because it gobbles up ships like that's like mm. an action that it does rather yeah. than it being scary because it looks scary mm-hmm. um, the kraken the Kraken,
1: everybody This knows one's old, too. I've, I've read a version of this myth in many different um, cultures. Yeah. So it makes me believe that it's real. It's like rooted in some sort of truth. Yeah. I watched, we're not surprised. I watched <laughs> a documentary at one point at, on, I think, Discovery or um, History Channel or something like that back in the day. That was like, okay, where do we fe- think the origins of this may have come from? And a lot of people think like, uh, gina- like ginormous or gitan- gigantic squid. Mm -hmm. And um, I could totally see that just because it looks like an octopus or something like it. Yeah. And it has the arms, but, like, it's more of something that would try to actually, like, eat, like, people. Right. You know? Yeah. I'm sure the stories are all exaggerated for lore, but, like, I could totally see something like that, like, if they have a shipwreck and it's trying to eat all the people in the water or, Mm -hmm. like, you know. Or so. even
0: if it's trying to, like, feel what just happened. Like, I don't know. I'm not a bio- marine biologist. But You're maybe not? I'm what? not. I know. <laughs> and I'm not a doctor. Subpar. Subpar. <laughs> but, like, if squids, if giant squids can't see too well, I don't, someone correct me, please, <laughs> on how they operate, how they get around in the water. But if something, like, really loud, like, if a ship just crashed or something's going wrong with this ship, Mm -hmm. And they hear or see it. And they are just feeling, what is this that's right right there? Right. Then that would seem to a small, tiny human aggressive. Like this thing's trying to eat. You're already in fight or fight mode. Exactly. Yeah. I I believe the kraken could have existed or maybe still exists because I mean, those some of those animals in the middle, like in the bottom of the ocean, because they're so removed from us, they Mm -hmm. live so long. Right. It could still be alive. You never know. For those who don't know what a kraken is. watch. watch I guess we kind of just jumped in. Yeah. Well, we (laughs) assumed uh, if you don't, first of all. Watch a movie. Uh-huh. Watch Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates right of the Caribbean
1: is a great one. I it's know people
0: are a little bit touchy about it. Classic. About. It's, it's classic. Classic. You should watch it. It's basically a giant uh, cephalopod-like sea monster. Mm-hmm. Looks kind of like a giant octopus with super big. Look teeth. at you
1: using terms cephalopod. I know, I g- it's because i up proud.
0: I Googled cephalopod. I was gonna say,
1: I definitely had to memorize yeah. things like that, so I was yeah. like, dang, this girl knows what she's talking dang about. It. That's how I pretend to be a subpar expert. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna
0: throw in the words like cephalopod, and people are gonna think I'm well read. It's great, but yeah, they eat like I don't know, pirates and stuff. I don't know, they just eat pirates and ships and whatever. That's <laughs> whatever, what they eat in all of the lore. They eat ships, like, that's probably one of the more consistent parts mm-hmm. of so. So, all just legend. to say they're very large, yes, oh, I think yeah. that's probably
1: the one of the points why they would do that, you know? Like
0: yes. They, they ate the
1: whole ship. The I'm here to tell
0: the tale, but they ate the whole ship. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm here somehow. They left no survivors except me <laughs> to tell the story. <laughs> right. Man, tough being a pirate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, okay, so yep, yeah, the Kraken. Great. Great. I'm going to seamlessly Very popular into the next one. Mm-hmm. I watched a, so we're talking about movies. This is my transition. I'm going to work on our transitions on this list. So, <laughs> movies there's this <laughs> terrible movie that i love so much and i can't remember what it's called i want to say no it's not avalon crap <laughs> Aval- Avalon? nope not Avalon. <laughs> Sheesh. That she's guy like trying
1: to ponder as she types like it into Googling Google. What it's called?
0: What like is for it? For the sake of the transition. <laughs> okay, Daniel Sharman's in it. Do you remember him from Teen Wolf? We were talking I about do. Teen Wolf, Full circle. We're I coming for Daniel Sharman. Circle. Or I liked him. He's in this movie, this terrible movie <laughs> that's called. Oh dang, Albion. It's Albion the Enchanted Stallion. Oh, weird. Okay. So dumb. I think <laughs> they took it off of Netflix. Oh, it was on I Netflix. I saw it on Netflix. Yeah. It might be on Prime though. So I mean Yeah, I they kinda tend to like switch on and off. Yeah. They so. trade uh rights, basically. Mm-hmm. It's it's really okay, so I watched it. It was entertaining. I didn't hate it. When I watched it a second I time, I had someone else in the room with me, and they were like, "What are we watching?" watching? And then I realized how stupid it was. It was one of those kinds of movies yeah. where you are like, "Oh, this is kind of cute," and I feel like I went on a journey. <laughs> the, and then at the end, you are like, "That made no sense, sense and at what, all." What was Deborah Messing doing there? <laughs> like, who even knows? Why is she even here? Why is she even here? It had a very like I don't know if you ever watched Heartland that horse show. Mm-hmm. It had a very Heartland feel to it, except fantasy. So, like, hmm. this girl who loves horses, who's, like, 13 years old or something. Oh, 12. Hold on. Yep. The internet's <laughs> correcting me. She's 12. <laughs> Sorry, lady. Um, but she's transported by a magical black stallion to hmm. the mystical world of Albion, where she discovers that she alone is the key to saving an entire race of people. Because that's how every, that's story, how every goes. story goes. That's how every story goes. Yes. But there's... So, one of the characters is this horse. The horse that takes her to this magical world. You find out, spoiler alert, it's a dude who was turned into a horse and they refer to him as a Kelpie. And I was like, what the heck is a Kelpie? And so after I watched the movie and came back to reality and realized how inaccurate everything was, (laughs) I was like, oh, so a Kelpie is a Scottish shape-shifting water horse was so i know but it's <laughs> not a hero that takes you to a magical world to save up a kingdom it's not which a hero. is what it was in the in that movie in the, the movie yeah it in the movie <laughs> it was like i'm gonna take this 12 year old girl to this fantasy realm and we're gonna save everybody nay <laughs> nay <laughs> <laughs> a kelpie is actually seems to be a tame pony grazing by the water but it actually becomes really malicious and drags children into the river oh good <laughs> okay. yeah oh great awesome so don't that's trust what i horse. want in don't my <laughs> uh, in my uh hometown you know it's if you're fine. in scotland do yeah. not trust a horse grazing by the water because they're gonna drag you down to the depths of the river and you're just gonna be dead <laughs> so Jeez. yeah that was like their way of scaring children into not you know going into water unsupervised i guess right i guess that's the
1: only thing i could think of
0: yeah why else would you tell them that horses are evil because they're so pretty yeah <laughs> they're not gonna i don't okay. know but yeah after that movie i did some some research and it made it onto this monster list because i didn't realize they were so vicious right Geez. also fun fact a kelpie is a breed of dog it's oh is it really Super adorable yeah i was looking for pictures for this doc actually and i searched kelpie and it was just a dog that came up i'm like that's not the monster Sorry,
1: look how puppy cute. he is <laughs>
0: Still deceptive because dogs, I guess, could be vicious sometimes, but oh absolutely. Yeah. So that's a Kelpie. Go watch that movie, Albion, The Enchanted Stallion. If you have two hours of your life you don't care to lose, (laughs) it's worth a watch.
1: (laughs) If you don't care to waste an hour, go ahead and go for it.
0: I'm really selling this movie, huh? You really are.
1: garbage unintentionally movie. but Go it's great watch it. Right.
0: no it is really funny because the redhead this redheaded i don't know if she's an elf or a fairy or i don't know what she is <laughs> she helps the 12 year old girl and she's got this really thick scottish accent and she's pretty fiery and fun very yeah. kind of a cliche yeah but, like, lovable. Mm-hmm. And she and Daniel Sharman's character are, like, they have that banter, that will-they-won't-they they banter where they, like, pretend to hate each other, but you know they're going to end up together. Right. So if you're, a, if you're like, a sucker for that trope, please, go watch it. <laughs> I was. That's what suckered me in. Not the yeah. 12-year-old with the horse. <laughs> no. That didn't do it was for you. Was that me.
1: didn't do it for you? <laughs> no.
0: No, no. <laughs> nay, nay. Okay. So the next one is... Let's just keep referring to movies that we've seen these in. Um, mm-hmm. Do you remember in Sherlock, the... Uh, don't remember what season it was, but there was a really tall killer. Like a really tall killer hmm. that strangled people. And he was called the Golem. I think so. The Golem? Golem? Golem. Golem. See, I say... I, I, s- th-
1: I thought it was Golem. See... I, I could s- be wrong. It could just be just... Yeah, accent? I don't know. It's okay, <laughs> for those
0: listening and not looking at our doc, it's not spelt like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. And that's why I hesitate to pronounce it that way. Yeah. It's spelt G-O-L-E-M. Golem? Golem. Golem. The Brits pronounced it Golem, <laughs> I believe, if I'm remembering Sherlock correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just call it that so I don't picture the little... <laughs> Little, Little creepy guy elf. from yeah yeah it's oh no, no no the house elf I'm mixing up with Harry Potter Daddy. and Lord the of the Rings gracious. yeah different
1: movies different movies <gasps> <books. laughs>
0: okay let's try it let's reset let's try this again the golem so the word golem comes from a Hebrew word used only once in the Book of Psalms and it means my light form or raw material connoting mm. the unfinished human being before God's eyes so in. Um, a lot of Hebrew based mythology, they view this golem monster as basically an unfinished human. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so monstrous and crazy and terrifying is because it's not complete. Hmm. It's scary. Anyway, in the Talmud, Adam is initially a golem until he's molded from dust to mud to human form. So it's like a process. And golems, according to Jewish mythology, are basically, oh, I already said that, an unfinished human. And they can't speak or anything, which is, <laughs> to me, the more terrifying part. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Yeah, it's a tall, creepy guy who can't talk. Oh. Who just kind of yeah. becomes, I don't know what they do, just being creepy, that's yeah. it. That, but but yeah, <laughs> so I found that one. Because <laughs> I was looking for, the reason I found this one, I was I was searching for written. Mm. monsters so not just the ones that are talked about or shown in movies but the ones that are recorded in either classic literature or whatever right and then this one was like hey there's one in the bible and i'm like what, what do you and then it was like well in the talmud there's this translation and i'm like okay so it gets a little bit more complicated when you get into like the or original languages and stuff like that but but the, i found this really fascinating because i also didn't know that about judaism that that was part of the town like the creation the mythology yeah so
1: like they have um like their own mysticism and mythology based on a lot the first four or five books of the bible or the torah so it's not really like biblical it's just like okay someone took this and was basically like let's make stories from it yeah really more so what it is but so like it's their mythology but they don't really consider it fact most religious leaders don't even regard it but i can see why that would be, make us a fascinating story because the idea of having this lifeless thing that's like not complete would be terrifying
0: it's like he got interrupted <laughs> right he's like wait, wait, wait before you finish that human yeah let me just take it him really quick <laughs> if it was a monster
1: <laughs> it reminds me of the episode we did about oh gosh um it was it was similar to this one, but I forget what it was what it was about. But you were like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Also, what if we added that? <laughs> also, <laughs> also, what if we did this? What if we just keep it? It was going? that author who like completely changed everything about the original version. <gasps> oh, it was
0: the Arthur King Arthur that episode. King Arthur episode. Yeah, and I was did... like,
1: that's exactly what I feel like. This yes. One yeah. Is. But They're... wouldn't it be cool? <laughs> but
0: wait, stop. I know you made Adam and he's great, but what if we stopped and like Here. mid mid-process <laughs> and made him tall and creepy and don't <laughs> let him talk. Don't let him say any even better, yeah. I don't know what he's gonna do. That's scary, but that's scary enough. Right? So let's freak these
1: humans out. Oh my
0: that was it. That's what happened. That's I'm totally sure. what happened.
1: I totally believe it. <laughs> it's so
0: fascinating that whole like I don't know that whole thing. I I knew I I had heard of the goal line because he's actually. The monster itself is featured in a variety of cultures mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in there. Myth- I've,
1: I've seen it for, like versions of it before in different like Halloween movies. Yeah. But I didn't fully understand what it was. So I was like, I'm not, I don't know, but this I is weird. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. all I know. It's a little, little creepy, little funky. really fascinating origin there. I loved it.
0: Um, so speaking though, of, of uh, the origins, mythology and stuff like that. So the Norse mythology and their creation story is kind of interesting too. Uh, I, that's my transition into the Fenrir. Just so you know, <laughs> Norse mythology now. Yeah, mythologies, creation stories, blah blah blah. Fenrir, <laughs> this giant. <laughs> I'm getting so good. At I these love it. I'm such a don't fan. I love it. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with some really lame transition for each <laughs> monster we have left. Fenrir, though, I do actually like a lot because he's a. I love wolves mm-hmm. first of all. So I when I was initially researching like canine monsters Mm -hmm. werewolves is like the obvious one and kind of cliche like everybody does werewolves yeah they really do yeah I I forgot that Fenrir existed (laughs) and I don't remember where I had even first heard of Fenrir but for those who don't know in Norse mythology Fenrir is a giant wolf that uh, there's so many different versions of how he came to be and hmm. who his parents are and blah, blah, blah. But blah, essentially, blah, blah, the blah. part that stays the same in all the versions is kind of, he was kind of like the pet of the Norse gods, but he was so scary and powerful that the Norse gods decided that he was really big and scary and he should probably be locked up so he doesn't <laughs> rise up against them. So right. they trick him and imprison him. And it's said that he'll break out of these chains and bring about Ragnarok. And for those of you who don't know, it's not the Thor movie that I'm talking about. <laughs> it's, it's the actual like Let end of, me clarify. Let me clarify. It's like the end of the world battle kind of a mm-hmm. thing.
1: Every like every every set of beliefs yeah. or mythology. Has, has some this, sort of end time yeah. story. There's mm-hmm. like an
0: Armageddon that's happening. Right. Well, in the Norse mythology, it's Ragnarok. And so in that battle, he's going to like it's going to come and happen because he's going to break out of prison basically wow. so like that's like the trigger to what how it yes.
1: starts interesting Yes. fenrir's pretty boss i feel like norse mythology as a whole has so many interesting characters as well as storylines and they like kind of all intertwine kind of like greek and roman mythology mm-hmm. but i would be interested to read more about him specifically if it's like supposed to be like so a cool. person werewolf but giant,
0: let's <laughs> So yeah, and this is okay. So some of these stories, you know, like in fairy tales, when we went through some of the Disney reject episodes, mm-hmm. where some of the fairy tales they have animals that talk like people, mm-hmm. and so you're kind of confused. Like you forget sometimes that they're animals, yeah. because they talk and act they have like their humans. own conscious
1: mind. That's yeah,
0: Fenrir is, but he's so big. and yeah that, that and I scary. Don't know. It's like the opposite of the Golem. Like he's uh. scary because he can't talk Fenrir is scary because he can. yeah, like, wow <laughs> I don't know. I really like Fenrir a lot. I I feel like he's going to make
1: an appearance now in one of your books. Yes,
0: he is. (laughs) Actually, that I will confirm. Book three, guys. Wait for it. Fenrir's coming. Fenrir's coming. He's so cool. (laughs) He's so cool.
1: But I I also just feel like you have an... a really big liking for werewolves in general. That's like, you're the one who got me in a teen wolf. So when I watched that, it was purely because Renee asked me to, and I ended up really, really liking it more than I thought just because they did use different types of mythology into their storyline. It was super, you know, like teenage love story background kind of backdrop get through season one guys but and yeah i was, was gonna get through season one <laughs> but they do a really good job of like intertwining different types of mythologies into this into the storyline so i really appreciate that and that's what this reminds me of is just because i feel like a lot of norse mythology has that like mm-hmm. i said earlier so it's cool he's like a he's like the classic
0: he's the original big bad wolf mm-hmm. basically and which teen wolf kind of i don't remember what season it was they bring like a a big bad wolf mm-hmm. into it. That's like definitely has this vibe. Oh, for sure, definitely. It's it's more than just the classic werewolf kind of adversary. It's like I don't know why he's so much scarier than a person. He's the ultimate into a wolf. big wolf. He's the ultimate. <laughs> he's the, I love Fenrir so much. Also, I get why Norse mythology is used in like Marvel mm-hmm. and in comic books because again, right. there's so many versions you can introduce a multiverse in it like Norse mythology has you covered like mm-hmm. so many versions of this guy's origin story and so and Loki's origin story so many mm-hmm. so
1: many Yep.
0: It's crazy. It gives me a headache, actually. <laughs>
1: like, when I was trying, I was
0: like, so co- crazy.
1: Somebody had a little too much S- time on their hands and said, so let's much. just create so many storylines that interlock- said interlock- <laughs> And said, I bet other people were like, uh, but I think I like it better
0: if he's this guy's son. And then they're like, yeah, you do that in your universe and I'll keep my story. Right.
1: You can change however <sighs> you want. This is mine. <laughs> That's why I
0: didn't even bother putting his origin story in this explanation for yeah. this episode. Because I'm like,
1: which one do I even
0: do? Do. Yeah. <sighs> so, so many men need to choose from it's fun one though um that that there's only one version of a monster that you don't get this a lot is cthulhu Hmm. but there's literally only one version of this dude okay and it's because he was created by hp lovecraft the horror novelist Um, Interesting. Unlike the rest of the stuff on this list where it's like Mm mythology-based slash... A
1: little bit more history to it. So it's been changed a few times over the course of history.
0: Exactly. This one's purely fiction. It does kind of remind me of the Kraken. Okay. A little bit... Um, But it's 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 pure fiction. So I'm going to read you the description. A monster of vaguely anthropoid outline (laughs) with but with an octopus like head. That's where the Kraken imagery in my head comes in. Whose face was a mass of feelers. A scaly, rubbery-looking body, <laughs> prodigious claws oh on gosh. hind and forefeet, and long, narrow wings behind. What? This dude's a mess. Yeah, this dude's a mess. What animal are you? So many. What was this created for? It was strictly for H.P. Lovecraft's universe. He's got like so many books. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, I've feature. heard of him and I knew
1: he was an author, but I was like, is it like for a specific storyline of one book? Oh, so it's just for his it's whole. Featured world in this whole universe he created. Okay
0: oh yeah so I'm not a big horror person so Mm -hmm. if any of you Lovecraft fans out there want to correct me please do because I've honestly not dived Dived. haven't dived dove dive dive in one of the words (laughs) just Um, choose one and go for it just tear apart my grammar too while you're at it right Insult my grammar and my lack of knowledge and my of Lovecraft. Lack of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, okay. I haven't really gotten into Lovecraft a whole lot. Yeah. But, but when I was researching Monsters, this was like a classic one. Because it is a classic at this point. Um, A lot of people who haven't read Lovecraft have still heard of Cthulhu just because people talk about it a lot in pop pop culture. Hmm. Um, But yeah, that was one that, that popped up. And I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, it's creepy looking. Uh, yeah, like a walking kraken with wings. That's yep. what, to me, it looks like.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Cause it's in the ocean too.
1: <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, know, I
0: don't know how to transition this one.
1: <laughs> well, that was a creepy one that had that to do with a- water. <laughs> Does the next one have to do
0: with water? <laughs> no, but this one's got a lot of what you could call tentacles. Not really. Um, hmm. this one, I, when I researched it, I got the woman's name before I got the type of monster she was. Hmm. So I took out the name Well, I'm going to put it back in when I explain it. But Mm -hmm. um, when I was making this list for my own research, I was like, well, I don't, I already have this character. Mm -hmm. I want to talk more about the monster herself. So we're going to talk about Gorgons, Hmm. which to me (laughs) sounds like something from Star Trek, but it's actually Greek mythology. Mm. It's one of those um, that I'm sure science fiction took from Greek mythology. Medusa is a Gorgon
1: oh um
0: it so some versions say she's actually a gorgon some say that she was just a cursed mortal woman Mm -hmm. so really it's going to depend on which one you buy you prefer which version um but her description regardless her description is what a gorgon is and that is a person with snake hair whose gaze is so powerful it can turn you to stone Mm. so yeah, one of Medusa's origin stories says that she and her sisters are all Gorgons. And it's just just what they are. Wow. Born to be cool-looking monsters with yeah. snake hair. With snake hair. And then other versions have her become a Gorgon as a result of being cursed hmm. by Athena. Hera?
1: Athena? is the god of war, right? Yeah. A- Athena I don't remember Athena's the goddess of
0: wisdom but I can't remember which one curses Medusa I, someone I tell remember. me that someone comment on this. someone who's well versed <laughs> please someone who takes us. better notes than me
1: and can keep track right, of yeah. mythology <laughs> I can sound like I know what it's I'm talking about it's very similar to Norse mythology it's, it's just so like There's so many names. so many things that get like, like intertwined to like the gods and goddesses you know like do things and you're like i don't know who's who anymore <laughs> well and <laughs> Just- i feel, and with uh, every mythology there's multiple versions mm-hmm. too so yep. like
0: again like the origin of medusa mm-hmm it really it comes down on to the author you prefer <laughs> yeah so like i had already had medusa's already featured in the arcus tales so when i looked on this list and i was like well you can't do that it, <laughs> i already have her and then i read into what a gorgon actually is and i was like well i could have multiple gorgons that'd be kind of cool that'd be kind of <laughs> cool <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean maybe who knows guys stay tuned stay tuned medusa's already in it. So I already have one of these so whatever okay We've come to the end where we will be taking a BuzzFeed quiz to find out what monster Caitlin is. All right, I'm pulling it up now. Okay, go ahead, and you got to walk, talk us through it. I was going to say, should I talk you through Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Find yes. out what
1: kind of monster you are, if you dare. Yeah. <laughs> First wow. of all, before Chilly. you start,
0: I got Skinwalker. Okay, because I like to trick people apparently, and that's
1: probably why I became a writer. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I mean, that's my- <laughs> I'm honestly nervous because I'm going to be like, I don't. I just already know I'm not going to agree, <laughs> but it's fine. I really, I hope you don't get the same one as me because I want to see what m- more variety they have in yeah. the results. Like because- what kind of things that they have? Well, there's a lot of questions yeah, here. Sometimes they the give, give first you like question. three options.
0: Okay, yeah, go ahead, read us through. What
1: it. type of environment would you prefer to live in? A forest, a swamp, graveyard, mountains, an ancient tomb. <laughs> Wow, Castle in, or Salem, Massachusetts. Wow, this is not trying to get me Salem, yeah. Massachusetts. I wonder which monster that one is. Oh my gosh, Who I lives have no in idea. Salem. <laughs> um, honestly, if I'm being honest, I probably would prefer the mountains, and I don't know don't. what kind of creature that's really. Do it to. though, yeah. That's you. So we'll
0: see. I can see mountains.
1: Who do you like to spend time with? Family, friends, romantic partner, or myself? Um, I'm the, as introverted as it gets, so my romantic partner or myself. Um, probably myself. So. Yeah, I think myself. <laughs> <For> <laughs> Which sure. kind of animal would make the best companion for you? A cat, a puppy, an owl, a ferret, a bat, a snake. I don't want to pet. Well, I have a dog. <laughs> I love my dog, but I probably would prefer an owl. Just okay. cuz they seem a little bit more harry potter-esque yeah i've always wanted my own little what was this out called hedwig hedwig yeah always wanted my own little hedwig i wasn't
0: expecting that answer that's a good one <laughs> that's, that's a, a good one. one i was trying to when i was reading through mine
1: mm-hmm. and taking
0: my quiz i was trying to guess what you would pick and i've been right <laughs> up until this point
1: i love that you tried to guess <laughs> that because i feel like i don't even know half the time when i take these quizzes it's like hmm i don't know because they never give me good answers right Okay, favorite sport, soccer, golf, track and field, or football. I don't like any of these options. I know
0: they didn't have no as an option. <laughs> I don't <laughs> <No> like sports. <laughs> They're like forcing wow, us Wow, you guys active. are so
1: stereotypical. It's I guess fine. all monsters are active. Probably. I guess that's true. I'll say I hate running. So um, we're going to go with golf. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't even like golf, but it's fine. What is the first thing you think about when you wake up? Breakfast—that's probably Renee's answer. <laughs> Water. To do list. Going back. Going back to sleep. That's me a hundred percent.
0: You're like huh. breakfast. That's Renee. <laughs> <meal." laughs> <laughs> Was I right? Let's be real. I actually picked going back to sleep. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. We're, We're all s- shocked. I'm by also this. gonna get
1: Skinwalker. It's, it's fine. What's your favorite game? Oh gosh. Chess, poker, Dungeons and Dragons, or arm wrestling. So, my husband loves poker. I hate it. I really want to learn chess. So, I'm going to put chess. I only know I the basics. Knew it.
0: I knew you were going to pick. Ch- I picked Dungeons and Dragons because I don't play any of those games, but I feel like I would like. Dungeons yeah, I feel
1: like Dragons. you would like Dungeons and Dragons. I played once and I liked game. it, but it wasn't my vibe for sure. What is your most valued mental trait? Strategy, memories, intuition, intelligence, resourcefulness, manipulation. Was that your answer? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. That's why you're a skinwalker. Or when or I got humor. the results, I was like, it's because I picked manipulation. And I was like, you <laughs> people. That's it. That's yeah, it right that's there. That's it. You got me. I would probably have to say either intuition or intelligence because I can be resourceful, but it's definitely not my greatest strength. Memory is not my greatest strength strategy can be okay i'm gonna put intelligence no i'm gonna put intuition i knew it intuition i was
0: gonna suggest that but i didn't want to sway your answer i was like Loured i feel A. like you really
1: value your intuition yeah so that. I, right. I also second guess it most time and then and then like 99 percent of the time i'm right and i'm like yeah it, why don't i right? trust my instincts more yeah but anyway which physical trait do you value the most in yourself oh gosh strength is not one speed is not one endurance <laughs> okay reflexes i would say endurance
0: that, that was what? a tough one because again, both of us were like, "But we don't like sports." Can you not have that as an option, right? And then they're like, "But I well, guess like monsters, like you kind of have to. <sighs> you got to run
1: and do to to eat people. You got to be able to catch em. active, right? Yeah, <laughs> b- bummer." <laughs> what sounds like the best Friday night: reading by the fire, going to a party, swimming at the lake on a Friday night, romantic dinner, pulling pranks, camping, or catching up on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Which one did I pick? (laughs) I feel like we're going to have the same answer. Yeah, probably. If I'm being honest, though, like in this current life that I live, if it's not catching up on Netflix, it's a romantic dinner with my husband. So that's a hard pick. I know. That's why I picked Netflix. I had an easy one. I'm going to pick romantic dinner just because we don't get to do that enough. And so here we are. What kind of weather do you like the most? (laughs) Foggy thunderstorms snowing or a clear night sky probably a clear night sky i like thunderstorms but only like in the spring or fall i sleep the best in thunderstorms Mm -hmm. if you weren't a monster what kind of mythical creature would you be Ooh, i like this question yeah unicorn mermaid dragon fairy troll phoenix or a centaur i love the idea of a phoenix but wow this is hard
0: Honestly, I don't remember what I picked either because I had the same like, oh, Phoenix is cool. But then I like, looked at the fairy. That's and what like, I was that's thinking. That's like more versatile magic. Yeah. Mighty. like The Phoenix is so isolated. Yeah. You have
1: one skill set and that's regenerating. Right. <laughs> yeah, I probably am going to pick fairy. Finally, what do you eat or drink in your monster f- <laughs> That was a weird question. That's such a weird question. Yeah, butt- blood, answer. just blood? <laughs> Are you kidding me right blood, now? Blood, just blood period no. that's it not a fan I any animals I come across <laughs> natural foods I forage for myself that's probably gonna be my answer whenever I can whatever I can find and mix together as my own unique concoction scraps I find lying on the ground fish I catch nearby water sources my enemies <laughs> oh My gosh. natural my foods enemies. I forage for myself
0: I knew you were gonna pick that one I knew it
1: we got the same answer you got a sk- skinwalker? I got walker. skinwalker. Man, is that the only... Okay. Is, now I'm wondering if that's the but only But I can go back and change my food answer and see if that changes things. Maybe. Maybe it won't let me. I don't know. A skinwalkers, though, that one is interesting. The
0: quiz is what made me remember. Let me we go back listened. and
1: change my answers to what I was like, the ones that I was not sure about. And see if it changes things. Okay. Oh, this time I got werewolf. Oh, Yes. Okay, so just by changing two answers, I got a different answer. Um, The food question, and I forget the other one. Oh, the, like, what other magical creature would you be? Mm. I changed back to Phoenix. That was it.
0: And what did you eat? What did you change for food?
1: Fish. Oh. Wolves like fish. Wolves
0: like fish. Okay, I got it. So it says,
1: you are a werewolf. The greatest attribute is your incredible fitness, (laughs) and you are an (laughs) amazing athlete. Wow, just by playing (laughs) golf all day, you know me. You know me. You are a child of nature. Your symbol is the moon, and your season is spring. Both of those things are not true. (laughs) Your friends and you would do anything for those you love. Your instincts are common with the skinwalker and the wendigo. Werewolf folklore is told all over the world. Wh- wherever there are werewolf stories of werewolves exists. <laughs> However, werewolves are the most famous in Europe and with many stories originating in France. Werewolves are humans that have the ability to change into werewolves or h- wolf-human hybrids. Whether done willingly or through a curse. So like, so we're very similar.
0: Mm-hmm. We can both change from human to not human. Although I can change into another human if I wanted to, Assassing probably. Me. What's a windigo? A Wendigo. That is what the Winchester boys fought in season one. It was supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. It's like oh, That's where I'm drawing my monster knowledge from. Supernatural, Teen Wolf, Vampire
1: Diaries, right? <laughs> Jeez. That's interesting that we got the same answer, though. Even though we had yes. different answers. That is interesting. It's interesting because I feel like, I don't know. I guess a skinwalker would be more useful, though, because you can transform into different things, not just one thing. It'd be a really cool... You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No one would really know you're a skinwalker. People kind of tell if you're a werewolf. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. You got a little hairy all of a sudden. That's... uh, (laughs) What happened, buddy? (laughs) Cool. Go shave. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Cool. Well... That wraps up another episode, this time with all <laughs> these monsters. Seriously though, like some of these are going to make an appearance in the Arcus Tales. So if you guys are, are loyal readers of those, first of all, book three is check them coming out coming eventually. <laughs> Sometime. <laughs>
1: Maybe. Renee's really enjoying the process of um, final editing you know the detail parts oh, of writing like punctuation I hate it I hate all of this but it's coming so it's changed so for for many it. times yeah
0: but Yeah. it I, has some, even from
1: the first time she told me the plot line yeah. it's changed so. honestly
0: some of these monsters are the reasons it's changed because mm-hmm. they have been integrated into the plot it's a process guys it's a process be patient with me you're gonna love it probably I mean maybe hopefully <laughs> I mean, check it out. <laughs> I mean, check it out. If you haven't already read the first two books, you can find them on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com And do you have any final thoughts, Caitlin? That's all I can think of. Not really. Um, oh, Patreon. I have a Patreon. Yes, I do have a Patreon. <laughs> so if if you are getting impatient for book three, you can go onto my Patreon and if you pledge. I think it's the $5 level. You can read all of the Alice archives where Alice narrates parts of the Alice archives. And it, it's it's really fun. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a good old time. And I have my Victorian murder mystery currently being posted on there too. So check it out. Yes. yes. That's like my favorite one. Let, me, let us know how you like it so far in Seriously. the comments from this episode. I need feedback. It kind of kills me when it's released like a chapter at a time. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't ask people if they love the story because it's not done yet. So I want you to, like, if, ye, if you want to, like, leave comments or whatever, or follow either of us on Instagram, mm-hmm. or follow Let's Dabble Podcast on Instagram, give us any kind of feedback to this
1: episode, to previous episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And subscribe everywhere. Subscribe, share our posts, share our links to listen to us.
0: Leave a review wherever you can. I don't <laughs> think you can leave reviews on Spotify. I've never done so. it before. Mm-mm. Apple Podcasts you can, but I don't know where else. Um but yeah and then send us any dabbling suggestions if you've Mm -hmm. dabbled in weird stuff and you're like weird within reason don't get too (laughs) weird
1: don't get too freaky don't get too freaky remember we are subpar (laughs) subpar We can't yeah, do anything too complicated. Don't get too, don't, <laughs> don't get too crazy. But we would love suggestions for future episodes. If there's something you want us to talk about, we'd be happy to research it for you.
0: Yeah, or even just send us a message. Just a weird fun fact that you've learned this week. That's a cool
1: thing. That's for us a fun to talk thing about. too. Yeah. We
0: could start doing a fun, especially fact in the
1: comic section on Instagram. If you have any fun insights or facts, feel free to shoot us a comment Please. or message. Yeah. So this has been Renee, and this is Caitlin. Thanks, Thanks for, for dialing with, with us. us.